Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Eric Prince, author of How to Become Trapped to Succeed, back with part two, The Methods of Staying Motivated. And I want you to be encouraged. I don't care what you're going through. You will make it. I know things get rough. I know things get hard. I know sometimes the mountain seems unmovable, but you will move it in time. I'm going to jump right in and begin. You must understand that you are man or woman enough to climb the mountains that God allowed to be placed in front of you. You must understand that he would not place a burden upon you that you are unable to beat. You will be successful because you are an overcomer. And the one proof of it is the fact that you are listening to this podcast. You are ahead of the race. You must tell yourself that if another person can make it, so can I. I breathe, bleed, drink, eat, and sleep the same way another human being does. And I am willing to put the same amount of work in that they put in, if not more, so that I too can be successful. The equation that you have to figure out is How are you going to stay motivated? You must constantly search for a way, whether mental, physical, spiritual, or all three of these life domains. You must stay in shape. I prefer to stay strong in the realm of all three of life domains. I suggest you do too. Nevertheless, it's up to you to determine your own destiny with the mind frame you have or will have after listening to this podcast, which will determine the amount of work you put in. Staying motivated is critical to a person's livelihood. Believe it or not, one thing that you must do, and one thing that you must remember, you must be motivated internally. It cannot always come from external motivation, meaning people from the outside. I want you to also remember, God put other human beings on earth to motivate other human beings and to inspire them to do great things. It's okay to receive a little external motivation every once in a while, but not all the time. Using other people as motivation factors can serve as a useful strategy on your road to success. And there is no need to be jealous of another human being. Great human beings are human, just as you are. The only difference is they seized opportunities by getting up and working hard to accomplish their goals. Where others would not have dreamed to put out the amount of exhaustive hours in that you put in. And then you became successful and they watched you do it because they didn't put that time in. But you did, and look where you are now. Furthermore, they did not allow the fear of success to consume them and stop them from acting upon their goals. If you are going to be afraid, be afraid of failure. Do not be afraid of success. Success, if you never stop, is inevitable. The fear you need to have is the fear that if you don't stop, Being afraid, 
you may very well never accomplish your goals and become successful. Many people have experienced it since living on this earth. And what they have experienced is that with motivation came the ability to have faith. A person cannot have motivation without faith. They go hand in hand. If you are motivated, ladies and gentlemen, to do something, this means you have faith. For faith drives motivation. As you continue along this journey of becoming trapped to succeed, it is very important that you remember life is beautiful. And accomplishing your goals, dreams, and aspirations, although they may be challenging, will be worth living for on this earth. So with this, I say unto you, stand up to circumstances, situations, problems, obstacles, pressures, doubts, which all fall right up under that nasty word, fear. Fear can be used negatively or positively. However, when fear is trying to stand in the way of your dreams, that is a negative fear. The fear of God is good. God tells us to fear him for a good reason. If you were afraid to get on the bike when your parent or guardian took the training wheels off, you would never have learned how to ride the bike. In other words, people have to let go of fear to accomplish certain goals. There will be times when you are bruised or banged up while you are fighting to achieve your goals. This is what happens when we try, but it's okay. It is also what separates the winners from the rest of those in the race. I can tell you now, don't give up accomplishing your goals during hardships because they will be something you will always have to do. Hardships will always be there and you will overcome them as long as you try. A good example of overcoming fear can be learned from reading this very brief but real account that happened to me on overcoming fear and how I use fear against fear in reference to my success as an actor. I won't go into it much, but you'll read about it later in this book or you'll listen to it on this podcast. However, I want to share with you how I was able to get into the Screen Actors Guild, the professional union that many actors want to get in. Once an aspiring actor is in the union, they have obtained a level of status that is recognized throughout the world. Those who take acting seriously know about the Screen Actors Guild. And yet, it's difficult to get into, but you can do it. So for all you actors out there being encouraged, it takes time. This story starts out when I was on the set of Light It Up, the movie. I kept telling myself, I'm not supposed to go up and talk to the directors or the producers about speaking roles. Nevertheless, I kept telling myself, if I don't, I will be an extra all my life. I was determined not to let that happen because acting was one of those things I loved to do and was going to be successful at doing one way or another. The one thing that an aspiring actor is told not to do on the set is ask for directors or anyone for that matter for a speaking role. You're not supposed to do that. But sometimes you may have an opportunity. Even though it is seriously frowned upon 
and not the thing to do when you are on the set, especially when you are a budding actor or actress. If you ask the wrong person, you could end up getting kicked off the set and your name thrown and dragged through the mud for other people to remember you, such as casting directors. So believe when I tell you, I was very afraid of going against the grain. On the other hand, I was more afraid of not stepping up and believing in myself and not asking for a speaking role, which could have resulted in me being an extra all my life. The time was now. I used the fear of failure and or being a wannabe film actor all my life as a method of motivation to force myself to act on my great desire to get into the Screen Actors Guild. I knew this was not the perfect time, but I waited. And then the perfect timing came. I gathered myself and became more confident in the moment. And there it was. The moment had arrived. This executive producer was going to give me a role or kick me off the set. Or worse, get my name bad-mouthed, blackball me to the other producers and casting directors. I really didn't know this man. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I knew what I was going to do. I stood there looking at this man who had the power to help me or hurt me or significantly slow me down. Notice I didn't say break me. Only God can break us, and he doesn't want to do that. God said, I would that you prosper and be in good health. According to John, the third book of John, verses 1 and 2. Chapter 1, verse 2, actually. I slowly went up to him, popped the question. Excuse me, my name is Eric Prince. What's yours? He responded by telling me his name. How can I help you, he said. I took my time to formulate my words and say, I was hoping you could give me a speaking role in this movie so I could go to Hollywood and audition for movies. Because I'm aware of the fact that you need to be in the Screen Actors Guild to audition for major motion pictures in Hollywood. I became very quiet and still and began to listen intently to what his response was going to be out of fear of rejection. I stood there literally shaking in my boots because it was winter and I was nervous, very nervous. It seemed like hours in my mind, but was actually only a few seconds when he gave me his response, which was, I can do that. I understand. Sure. No problem. I could not believe my ears, ladies and gentlemen. I was in a state of shock and pure happiness at the same time. I reflected on the praying, the fasting, the meditating, and the anguish of trying to find out who was going to help me. I remembered wondering for days who was going to help me. Who do I ask? When do I ask? And where do I ask? Sometimes success is about the right timing. Nevertheless, I asked even though I was nervous, and it paid off. I must say, again, it took prayer, timing, social skills, and patience, but it happened. All the pain and sacrifice was worth it. I remember the executive producer saying, let's sit up over here for a speaking role with Mr. Eric F. Prince. It was one of the most beautiful things I had ever heard in my life. I had overcome a problem that destroys dreams, and that problem is the fear of trying. I had successfully used fear as a method 
to stay motivated and not fall victim to fear. I was more afraid of being a failure than being humiliated, and it paid off. It took about a month of standing around and waiting, but I was determined to make it through the storm. I was determined to sign those sad contracts. Upon doing so, I felt a feeling of success and achievement that I never felt before. It was extremely rewarding, staying motivated and having a method which was constant belief in myself and having faith in my creator had paid off. Now I was on my way to using my celebrity status to do what I was brought into the world to do, which was to help others, especially those from broken homes and impoverished upbringings. There are so many children who have never seen the world, so many children who have never visited a museum and or done other things to enrich their lives because they just do not have the resources. I was and still am determined to change this negative fact to some degree. My celebrity power will provide me with a powerful springboard in which to infuse the negative generation to help them become positive or those, shall I say, who have been brought up with negative circumstances. I wanted to provide them with the power to do anything they wanted to do in life through teaching them about the concept of resilience, which I was determined to be a powerful motivating factor that would affect positive change in their lives. This was important for me. It's important to you. That's why you're here now. We must talk about transition. Transition is critical. Resilience is critical. And when you experience transition, sometimes it's going to be rough. Sometimes it's going to be difficult. But we must remember The transition is necessary. This is critical to understand because when I was going through my psychological process and dealing with fears of rejection as I made my transition into the world of professional acting in 2002, I was writing the book that you are listening to now on this podcast. And through this podcast and book, How to Become Trapped to Succeed, I was determined to make a change in my life so as to make a positive, effective, dynamic change in the lives of others as well. My method of motivation had become bigger than myself, and I was now becoming a person who wanted to motivate others. I wanted to show them how to become trapped to succeed. I had no idea that the book, How to Become Trapped to Succeed, would turn into a new branch of psychology called Success Psychology. It is critical for me to explain to you, ladies and gentlemen, and to those who read the book, that the sole purpose of this podcast and this book is to infuse the reader with knowledge from various aspects of literature and other forms of data, whether it be from life experiences of others or through my own life experiences taken from that of a retrospective case study that are based on real-life empirical evidence that caused me pain, hardship, and or great happiness, 
whether the goal was to assist the readers in understanding themselves on a whole new level and whether they can apply psychological, physiological elements in their own lives that will stimulate the mind by the way of the brain and increase the productivity of the reader or the listener in this podcast in their neural network when it comes to setting goals and completing them. My motivation for this podcast and for writing the book stemmed from the fact that I believed that I could and would motivate those who are seeking to be motivated and that I could and would positively change someone's life for the better. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope that's you. I know it's you. You are here for a reason. I want you to understand, look, it's not easy. I know it's not, but you can do it and you will do it. That's why you're here now. You are here because you believe in yourself. Something in you just will not allow you to give up. Something in you is raging and burning. And I'll tell you what it is. It's that fire for life. That zest. That zeal. That determination. That ambition. That just will not let you stop. And you may as well get used to it. Because you will not stop. You'll never stop. Keep going. Work smart, not hard. Again, I say unto you, work smart, not hard. Formulate your plans. Execute them with wisdom. Moving forward. Success psychology is a mixture of critical data that if allowed to enter into your mind and if followed properly, can have a high probability of causing success in one's life in any way, shape, form, or fashion. This is why there will be other books under the new branch of success psychology to follow what I've written and what I've provided to you on this podcast, which will actually highly contribute to society at large, which which will be tailored to specific needs of the human populace. This data disseminated will be collected by way of intensive research from the scientific community, peer-reviewed literature, public interviews, as well as mixed methodologies that use case studies, observational studies, quantitative, qualitative, and retrospective studies, among other research methodologies. Whatever method is utilized, I give you my word, ladies and gentlemen, it will be indicated in this podcast or in the next book. The American Psychological Association promotes competence and ethics within the field of psychology, which is why the data gathered must come from valid sources that can be scientifically substantiated, even in books. This means that there is a sound, systematic way that the data was researched, collected, reviewed, and distributed according to the American Psychological Association. Ladies and gentlemen, you are reading something and you are listening to something. For those of you who are reading the book, you're reading a powerful tool. For those of you who are listening, for those of you who are listening on this podcast, you're listening 
to something that will inevitably change your life. I want you to stop, look, and pay close attention. Are you just saying you want it? Because if you are, you'll know because you'll never get it. But if you really truly want it, you will get it. You will overcome. You will make it. And one day you're going to sit back after going through all of that pain, all of those hardships, crying all those tears. You're going to sit back and laugh to yourself and you're going to say to yourself, wow, look at me now. Ladies and gentlemen, I've designed some questions for you. And I want you to think about these questions as you go through your struggles, as you go through your hardships, as you go through your things, because these questions are designed to help you. These questions utilize the cognitive behavioral Socratic approach. There are 12 cognitive behavioral questions that will cause you to critically think. These questions will assist you in discovering whether you really want to complete your goals or not. I think I say for me to say, I believe that you do. I believe that you do because you made it this far in this podcast. And I want to encourage you to continue to go further. Without further ado, I'm going to read these questions and I want you to really think about them, okay? Yep, I'm talking to you. I want you to really think about them. Do you fall in love all over again every time you discuss your goal? Question one. Do you feel incomplete knowing that you have not achieved that goal that you were trying to achieve yet? That's question two. Question three. Do you keep finding yourself looking for ways to accomplish your goal? Do you go through great pain to reach your goal, although it may feel as if it is taking forever? Do you dream about your goal at night and wake to it in the morning? Something to think about. Do you hurt inside because you have not completed your goal yet? Do you find yourself restructuring your life to achieve your goal? Do you find yourself getting angry when someone says you might as well give up? Do you find yourself doing what appears to be anything positively positive to achieve and accomplish your goal? Do you find yourself saying, I'm going to make it and I'm never, ever going to give up? Do you have long-term plans on achieving your goal? even though you know it will take time. Do you, do you involve God Almighty in the pursuit of your goal and dreams? There are other questions that can be asked which will assist you in understanding yourself, but you have to ask yourself those questions. You can make a journal for yourself and cross off the questions you are fulfilling and then put a check by the questions that you need to work on. If you are serious about whatever it is you are trying to accomplish, get up and put hard work, sweat, and passion into it. Only then will you see the results. 
ladies and gentlemen, as I get ready to close out, I want you to know that it's not easy all the time. It's hard. But that's okay. It's the hardness that informs you and makes you tougher, stronger, greater, more resilient, more agile, more flexible, more resistant to pain. When people look at you, they're going to say one day, I remember him, I remember her when they were going through. And I can tell you, they started off, they weren't always built like that. Look at the psychological toughness. Look at the physical toughness. I remember when she was down and out, but she wouldn't give up. I remember when everybody left her for dead and she said, no, I'm not giving up. I remember when they left him for dead, but he said, no, I'm not giving up. I remember seeing that person going through and I thought to myself, the person's going to make it because some people know that you're going to make it. Some people know that you're never going to give up. Some people know that you have what it takes and they might not tell you, but they know they can see where you're headed and that you are headed to great success. Ladies and gentlemen, Wherever you are in this part of the world, wherever you are, don't give up. Believe in yourself and you will become trapped to succeed. The future is yours. The time is now. Take it and don't ever let it go. Because I tell you now, it is in you to survive because you are a survivor. You will make it and you will win. Thank you for your time.